Amos straightened in the saddle and reached for his Winchester. Is it a mule deer, a bear, or a Shoshone hunter? A stronger breeze tore away more of the mist, and a man appeared, standing between two trees. He was tall and lean, and there was a long white scar dividing his face diagonally. He politely tipped his hat to Amos, but Amos noted the gleaming handles of the pistols at his belt, ready to be drawn. Amos drew back on Mustard's reins, signaling her to back up. He kept the rifle pointed at the sky. "'Just passing through,' Amos said. "'Fog here always this thick.' The man between the trees chuckled. (laughs) "'It's especially bad today.' But his voice held no mirth. "'Not the best day for hunting,' he muttered in a lower voice. The man's tense posture hinted at something darker. Amos didn't want to linger. "'I'll be on my way, then. Anyone else down the trail I should know of? Don't want to be shooting at shadows in the fog.' "'There are a few more of us if you go down that way,' the man said. "'We're hunting vermin. You don't want to be hurt accidentally. Best you go back the way you came.' Amos sat still on his saddle. I reckon it's best I keep going where I'm headed. You see, I've already been where I came from. Suit yourself, the man said. But don't get involved in business which ain't yours. As Amos went on, the trees grew denser, the trail turned more twisty, and the fog thicker. Mustard moved forward gingerly. He noticed bits of paper fluttering in the branches lining the trail. Reaching out, he took hold of a few. They were full of dense, tiny print, and appeared to be pages from law pamphlets of some kind. Whereas, in the opinion of the government of the United States, the coming of Chinese laborers to this country endangers the good order of certain localities within the territory thereof, the coming of Chinese laborers to the United States be, and the same is hereby suspended, and during such suspension it shall not be lawful for any Chinese laborer to come, or, having so come after the expiration of said ninety days, to remain within the United States. Like most matters pertaining to the law, the crooked, impenetrable sentences seemed to Amos to pile one upon another, twisting and turning, writhy and snakish, growing foggier and foggier the more he read. He threw the papers away. Mustard splashed across a small stream. Amos gazed at the water, looking for fish. Maybe this would be a good place to camp for the evening. It was getting late, and Idaho's spring nights were chilly. A clump of bushes rustled somewhere up the hill. Amos was just about to shout out a warning not to shoot, that he was no vermin, when the bushes parted and a human figure stumbled out and rushed at him. He almost shot at the figure before realizing that it was a woman, who wasn't dressed like the Indians and not like the settlers either. She had on a loose, gray dress cut in a manner Amos had never seen, long strips of cloth that wrapped around her legs like large bandages, and black cloth shoes. A few steps from him, she collapsed to the ground, and a knife fell from her hand. The woman thrashed and struggled to sit up. They stared into each other's eyes. Amos saw that she was probably in her fifties, short and lean. Her clothes were drenched in mud, and her left shoulder was a bloody mess. Some kind of oriental, Amos thought. Damn it, the woman croaked. 
thought the words would hold you longer. Then she collapsed and stopped moving. Yun. Yun dreamed. In her dream, she was again fifteen, a Hakka girl, lying, dying really under the hot sun. But she did not sweat. The field she was in was as dry as her body. It hadn't rained for three years, but the governor still refused to release the grain from the imperial warehouses. All around her, the lifeless land was stripped bare, as though a swarm of locusts had passed over it. Every shred of tree bark, every blade of grass had been eaten, and the bodies of men and women were strewn about, their bellies filled with dirt, the last meal of desperation to assuage the demons of hunger. Could it be? A line of ants appeared in the distance. She licked her lips, her tongue dry and heavy as a stone. She would wait until the ants got closer.